this is the start <laughs> of the of the podcast um like for a lot of people joining it, uh joining us right now you know energy level still low we're still waking up a little bit you know we'll get there guys i promise we're, str- we're stretching our legs because mm-hmm. i i was telling joel before like we haven't live streamed since the beginning of the year and so <laughs> we're already in february so it's been like a month i mean it's not like we haven't been doing anything it's just like last of us pretty much took over our fucking lives in a That's good right. way at least me it has definitely yeah but you know i've actually been putting time into video games the past couple of weeks so i'm super Bruh. excited to talk about by about the two big ones that i've been playing a lot and uh you know movies i think we've seen a couple of movies since this came out too and plus a ton of news guys there's just so much news that's come out that we haven't talked about live that we've probably talked about on our own personal channels with each other but i haven't talked to anybody out there with about it yet yeah so mm-hmm. I get I guess to to put that in, in just to just get this thing official and get this started. Uh, welcome to United We're, We Nerd Podcast, um, of course, where we we love to talk about everything that's nerdy. Uh, of course, I am Brian. Got my other co-host Joel and Marcelo here with us. Uh, it's been a while, guys. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we we haven't live streamed in a while, but we're we're here. It's February. We're fresh. Uh, there's a lot of shit. We need to get over. Um, but I guess uh, for the first thing, um, which has kind of been happening throughout the month, I kind of wanted just to bring up how it seems like January was the season of layoffs. Like there has been so many companies that have been coming out with like um, layoffs, even like late into last year there was a bunch of layoffs but now there's now there's even more uh just happening and it's kind of sad you know because what was it microsoft i think the most recent one was microsoft right they laid off a bunch of people including um a big chunk well maybe not a big chunk but like a good chunk of like 343 which is fucking wild Oh, I didn't catch that. I didn't see that 343 was affected by all that. That's crazy. Yeah. So remember, you, you knew how like Halo Infinite was kind of like in a weird place mm-hmm. where yeah. like the beta, the betas were testing really positive. And then um, when the games came out, it was pretty positive. But then we started noticing that a lot of like the staples of Halo were missing. Like there wasn't there wasn't um the local co-op there wasn't online co-op for the story there wasn't forge there wasn't um the big huge suite of like multiplayer maps and modes oh everything that we expect from a halo game was just gone at this point then yeah so basically from what from what i've been reading um and just listening to um 343 has been making like ever since 4 I believe it was either 4 or or, um, Reach I forget which game they started with I think it was 4 it was probably 4 from Bungie I believe okay but they've been making the Halo games off of their proprietary um, engine I think it was the Slipspace 
engine that they've been making Halo with for forever. So it was being proven that it was getting harder and harder to make the games off of it because since it was such old tech and the hop in hop out rate of like employees that work for 343 and then having to go through like a lightning fast onboarding process to try to get him up to speed and how to use the system obviously was proving that it wasn't good enough because you could see like I know I, I hopped into it when it came out and Joel I don't know if you played multiplayer with us I know I played a little bit with Fernando and Josh you were there I did play with you guys for like a hot minute like a good yeah. couple days but other than that I, I played five yeah. yeah this was this was a f well I guess I, I didn't play Halo 5 but this uh, this was the well, I guess the second Halo game I did not touch I just had no interest in touching like I had I had totally been lost on the story for this and like you know looking at the multiplayer once they started introducing like the things like the grapple hook and stuff like that I was kind of just like eh uh, I miss my Halo 3 type of like eh you know like I miss the old school stuff but maybe that's just me being you know, uh, just a fan of the classics, I guess. Classics, which, which is fine. You don't. It's like you, you can have your preference. But what's, what makes me sad is that I played the the campaign for Infinite, and it was really good because it was like their semi open world kind of deal. And then I thought the I thought the story was good. I didn't play five either, but I just I just kind of like looked up the story just to kind of catch myself up and it's like it like honestly five wasn't like much to like ingest as far as like the story goes just because they did the weird thing where they had like you started with Locke and then you ended up with master chief and so it was kind of like a half and half story blended pretty well but yeah i mean we wanted what we wanted was you know more master chief right yeah you know what's funny is like the last game that really impacted me just in general overall video games was definitely reach uh, you know there i had so much i have so many memories attached to that game like it was the first like console that i can remember that like i bought for myself and it was like the halo reach edition xbox 360 and stuff it was so cool and the game played so well and i had such great memories of that story that multiplayer uh that's like that i feel like that was the last halo game that i like i, I remember really enjoying yeah now to be honest like as far as like a halo fan like i haven't played i actually haven't played a lot of like the halo games i I had Combat Evolve on PC. I totally missed. Um, I totally missed two. I played the multiplayer of three when I like went to like people's houses that had three, and then I didn't like get back into Halo until like four, and that was fun. I remember we had a lot of fun with uh, four multiplayer, like just fucking around and shit. But yeah, it, I was just kind of sad because I was really, I think, well, a lot of people were hoping that Infinite was going to be like the game or like what was going to bring Halo back. But then it just kept getting like bogged down with like so many like strikes against it. it. They had to hold it back a year because it wasn't ready. And then even coming out, like it was obvious that it wasn't like fully ready. Um, but so they promised that they're gonna like bring online co-op which they eventually did and they eventually brought in forge which is cool um but they're saying that they're gonna make a campaign dlc and 
with the layoffs that Microsoft did, um, those ideas got canceled and they're kind of, they're in a state where they're kind of, they're going to be supporting multiplayer for the best that they can. And right now they're, they're going to be focusing on kind of downsizing the scope of Halo game, which I think is interesting that they would say that because Halo is like the Xbox thing, mm -hmm. which it's kind of hard to tell with how they've been treating it. Um, and they were saying that they were going to move to Unreal 5, that they weren't going to use a proprietary um, kit anymore. They're just going to try doing Unreal 5, which we I think will be interesting because Halo has such a unique feel Mm -hmm. And to see how they can translate that to Unreal, or if this is going to be really like the first actual like reboot of Halo. Because we've had games that have done that recently in the past. Like, for, fuck, for example, God of War. God of War in 20, 2018 had such a, a big reboot. Like, the idea is still there, but like as far as like the gameplay was, it was a complete like shift in like the series and it did it came out to their benefit. So I don't know how that's going to affect Halo or, you know, what's going to happen with that. Um, well, like I'm looking at some of the games that are kind of on Unreal 5 now, and I'm just like looking like uh, like Hellblade 2 is going to be on Unreal 5. And I'm just like, man, the cutscene potential. Within Dude. Like I'm I'm hoping that they have a release date for fucking Hellblade 2, because that was like the when they announced the Series X, that was the first game they showed off. And that was really like one of the first games that they showed like unreal five with and it looks so fucking good and it's just uh like unreal five really can has a lot of potential did you did either of you guys see that like matrix demo for unreal five no not yet i was just i have a whole list here of games that are going to be on that engine and i see the and it looks good if this is a screen cap that i'm looking at right here then yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of potential. Uh, I'm curious to see how that translates to actual gameplay. I mean, uh, you know, it's going to be great for visual cutscene type of stuff like that. And I think it's a pretty solid engine. I mean, Unreal has been around for so long now that it, you know, it's it's a good, it's like a good default, right? I feel like if you're trying to make, you know, yeah. a pretty decent game. It's like it's either it's either you use Unreal or you use Unity, one of the two, or right. like the staples. But yeah, I just it's it's unfortunate, and there's so many other companies that have been doing like layoffs, and um, it's kind of it's kind of funny because I think today it was just announced uh, for, from Nintendo. It's kind of weird for as as old and dinosaury that like Nintendo's higher ups can be. They surprisingly know how to actually like handle. Um, fluctuations in like revenue and sales because when the Wii U did terribly when it launched Iwata like took a big ass pay cut to like help keep as many people employed as they could and since 
2022 was like they did gangbusters. Um, it was just announced. It was just uh, reported today that Nintendo is uh, giving pay raises to their employees. And it's like, damn, Nintendo, you do some weird ass decisions, but sometimes those weird ass decisions are fucking good. Yeah, I mean, what do you? Is there something that you guys are expecting tomorrow? Uh, as well, as of this recording, I guess. Too, the Nintendo Direct is tomorrow. Uh, is there anything that you guys are expecting or wanting to see? I'm sure. I think obviously we all want to see, you know, the next Zelda like uh, game. We'll see gameplay of that. Uh, curious to see if they're going to even touch on, uh, you know like pikmin anything like that like i'm so curious to see if anything's gonna be like super shocking because you know for me like the directs i don't know how i feel about them most of the time but yes i think zelda news is probably the one that i that i, I want something you know we we've gotten a cool trailer i think two maybe two trailers if i'm right but i just i guess i just want the game in hands already i'm impatient now um, oh yeah, and 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 Pokemon. Like, are we gonna get any updates or anything to Pokemon? You don't think so? No, because at least from what I've seen, like recently, Pokemon likes to do their own events. And since what? It's barely it's barely been a month since uh, Scarlet and Violet came out. I. I'd be very surprised if they started talking about DLC, especially when they're already kind of on like a we need to patch this thing mode. Mm -hmm. So if if we were if we were to get any Pokemon news, it would probably hint at like another presentation down the road. Like maybe yeah. maybe around E3, um, maybe if there was like updates for, like maybe like a a Unite thing, maybe another like mobile maybe some mobile game stuff. Um, but I really think that Nintendo is going to be focusing on a lot of their like big powerhouse. What Octopath Traveler and Octopath Traveler, like yeah, like it it'd be very it would be very stupid to vote against like having like Zelda there. Of course, we're, we're gonna we're finally gonna get Switch uh, the Switch Pro news, guys. It's coming, I swear. <laughs> the Switch Two, <laughs> Zero, Astral Mom, Chain Two, Fuck, Zero will be great. Let's go, let's race. I don't think we're. I don't think we're. I don't think we'll get an F Zero game. All right, fine. So, I'll shoot so, further in the dark. Let's get a Metabots game. Come on, it's time. Oh Let's my God, a Metabots game. game! A Metabots game would be so fun. You know what's funny is I was at a store the other day. And I was like, you know what I would love? I would love to be able to buy a Metabot figure again. Like we used to, like just like the tin, the tiny, like three inch figures. So cool. <laughs> so Metabots after Armor Core. The trailer. Yeah. So, so, so Ben Ben's in the chat, and you mentioned the rumor about Metroid Prime um, being more multiplayer focused. I didn't hear that news. I'm actually very intrigued now because I know people are going to be clamoring for Prime Four. Like we, 
that got announced like a few years ago and then <laughs> development got scrapped because Nintendo didn't like it and got the original developers back on to make four. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe we get um, a prime collection, like a remaster or just like a legit like prime collection on the switch to gear up for four. Um, but I don't know the we're gonna get a Metroid Prime Battle Royale game <laughs> exclusively <laughs> on the Nintendo Switch oh no who's saying that voice too they're gonna have that that announcement and now this <laughs> exactly so here's here's my question the the switch has pretty much been around for for about seven it's, years. We're we're about yeah, to hit our seventh 2000, year. 2016? I think yeah. I th- I believe that's yeah. right. Um do you think because they they pretty much said that this this direct is gonna be focusing on their first half of the year. Mm-hmm. And as far as we know right now, like none of the big three are going to be doing E3 stuff. And there's been rumors that there, there might not be a like Nintendo direct during E3 season, which that would usually cover like the lat the end half of the year. Um, so since we are going on our seventh year and that's usually the average for a console's life cycle, I don't think they would be announcing this next switch, but it wouldn't be hard to believe that this might be the last like full year of having the switch be like the focus. And then I next... wonder if I wonder if they would tease it now and then I mean I I just I don't well like you said maybe this is their last year. I just feel like they are so in on the Switch and the Switch LED. I just don't like I just feel like they're not going to change it soon. I think it'll happen, but you're definitely is now starting to see the Switch's age when you're compared to, you know, I mean, well, and, and I've been playing a lot of PS5 lately. And, you know, the new games are looking nicer and they're playing smoother. And then I go to Switch and it's so weird to see the differences between both games. Like, you know, because I've been I've introduced my children to video games. And Mm -hmm. so I've been playing a lot of Mario Kart with them. Okay. And so just to see those graphics, like those graphics already look starting to look a little dated, you know. Right. Um, Here, I'm just doing a little bit of research right now um uh, shout out to lisa for the subs by the way thank you lisa oh uh, thank you lisa and the biddies thank you lisa mega appreciate switch, switch it Ultra. i was thinking switch x <laughs> i don't know all the different names so uh, i i i wanted to do some kind of you know research right of just like nintendo because 
it's kind of weird since the Switch is their first hybrid system that I kind of wanted to do a little bit of like backtracking to see what like Nintendo's trends were. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, let's pull up Game Boy Advance. So the Game Boy Advance came out in 20 or in 2001 uh, March in Japan June everywhere else the Game Boy Advance SP came out in 2003 and that was there in between before the DS and the DS came out the DS came out in 2004. Fuck. So, if we're just like focusing on this like timeline, because I know we can like look back at all the other stuff, all the other, at least like handhelds, like that's like what? A two year gap between the advance and the SP, and then mm-hmm. a year after the SP came out, they came out with the, the DS. Yeah, see, so like, I, I don't know. They've, they I, I, they definitely care, but I, they're just never in a rush. Like well, no. they, Nintendo goes at Nintendo's pace, and yeah. they know that, and they know that when their consoles release, everybody will still buy them. Right? It's not going to stop there. You know, it's not going to be the debacle that the Wii U was. I mean, oh. nobody's going to buy. Nobody bought the Wii U, but. I, did. I think now they're being just a little. I mean, I bought it too. I bought the the Windmaker one, and then I quickly sold it. Like I did, I, I sold it so fast. Oh, and I bought Rock Band for my Xbox. Is what I did when I sold my Wii U. Hey, bought the full band kit. Hey, yeah, I don't know. It's it's you never know. Also, like this, like we're in a weird area because there's, you know, because of the pandemic, there was a part shortage. So I knew if they were planning on doing a a new console, like that probably got held back because of the parts. And, you know, I guess the question is, if they do release a new console, let's say let's say they're gearing up to release the new console next year, you know. They're getting their plan. They're getting everything sorted out. Um, you know, will it be like the Switch Pro that everybody's been hoping for? You know, is it gonna be like the the big powerhouse handheld console? Probably not. Is it gonna be better? Yeah, but I don't know. Nintendo, Nintendo does what Nintendo does. That's what I was saying. So Nintendo works on Nintendo's time, and they're not worried about what Sony does, and definitely, definitely not what Microsoft does. Like they, poor Microsoft is always. I mean, now I think they're becoming a little bit more competitive just with their offerings. They're coming out with different types of games. You know, they're buying up all these all these companies to try to develop first party games, like <laughs> you know, with, like the game that I've been playing a ton of, which I think is xbox microsoft exclusive right which uh are talking about hi? yeah it's a public it's a bethesda right yeah by bethesda so it's a exclusive 
And, Tango games. Uh, I mean, guys, uh, Brian, you've been playing it. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. I've been playing it. Joel? I'm playing Last of Us. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, that's okay. That's okay, Joel. Hi-Fi Rush is on Game Pass, so it's not going anywhere. I mean, I heard it's short, so I feel like it's one of those games. That as soon as I'm like playing, I'm like gonna be like, oh yeah, in. you'll 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 be able to rock it's, through it. It's 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 one of those like nice, sweet like twelve hour games yeah. that has enough content to justify playing through it at least twice. Nice. Like there's stuff that you can only do on your second go around, but it's cool. I feel like it's one of those games that it's gonna it's gonna hook on to you because it's it's something that hasn't been done before. It's been thought of a lot in in the series or just like in the in the genre of game. But like Marcel, you, you've been experiencing it just like the the feeling of combat mixed with music rhythm music. timing and like the environment and the world is just like going along with you it's so fucking cool yeah say less i mean you know it's it's the perfect game for me because it it really blends in a good beat em up with a good just music kind of you know timing it's all timing in that game right and it's so satisfying when you can stay on beat and hit those crazy combos and it's like you know when you're in an arena fighting a bunch of enemies it's like so satisfying and of course everybody can experience the game differently because you have different combos you can do different like fine like different special moves you can do mm-hmm. and you can really make it your own because even like your your buddy that you gain along the way they have special powers like the uh like this the the side characters have their own like powers that you can buy and do and stuff like that you have your own assist characters that's right question for you guys if you stream that will the music be muted so So there's two there's two modes right so you have so like in the main game you have music from like uh there's music like black keys there was uh nine inch nails so it's like that kind of music for like boss battles uh and then in between the levels it's just kind of uh the hi-fi rush kind of music but you can turn streamer mode on so that you they'll you won't hit any copyright claims or anything like that, which is really awesome. It it, re, it replaces yeah, it replaces the licensed music with their own music that like roughly kind of matches the music like the licensed music that shows and legally distinct, legally distinct, and it's actually not like a downgrade. It's actually yeah. just as good as the licensed music, which is great. Yeah, there's it's 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 crazy that this kid that this game just kind of dropped, right? There was yeah, no marketing push, there was nothing for it. And it's been one of my favorite well, I mean the year's so short, but it's been my one of my favorite games that I've played in a long time, which says a lot because you guys know me, like if I like a game, I'll definitely put my time and effort into it, right? Like I'll crush it, you know, and like I think I'm like like I'm like four-ish hours in i think now at this point so i'm like a little under halfway but mm-hmm. like i'm over here like okay cool all right let's let's boot it up but then uh you know so that's super exciting uh, i've really been enjoying that one i guess i'll have to check it out sooner rather than later how far in the last of us are you uh i was actually gonna tell you guys a little funny story about that so before i tell the uh, uh 
my mother-in-law Rhonda got me a gift card for my birthday. Oh, I was like, oh, I'll use it to buy uh, Last of Us Two and God of War Four, right? And I was so excited because I got a good deal. I forgot to put in the gift card, so I just straight up charged my credit oh, no. card. <laughs> oh no! I my credit card. I was so excited. I mean, the the gift card. So. Yeah, uh, that happened, but I have God of War four, uh, 5, sorry. God of War 5 and Last of Us 2. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell once yeah. I beat uh, Last of Us 1, guess where we're going. Um, answer your question, though, Marcelo. Uh, we literally just beat the first bloater. Like, literally right after Oh, so, that. so you're, you're in Lincoln still, right? Still in Lincoln, yeah. Oh, man. That, I want to ask you, Joe, how, how many attempts did it take for you to beat that bloater? Really? Oh, cool Good guy. shit. I remember watching you fight it, and I was like, this is fucking annoying, dog. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck this. I'm throwing shit at him. I'm using my shotgun, running around. Like, I did. I was like, <laughs> super apian shit, banging in his face. But he was what about the clicker. Oh, what about that first clicker? Oh, no, he fucked me up. Like, fucking asshole. But yeah. Um, Nice. It was, it was. It's still fun. Still good. Still holds up. Um, yeah, I just can't wait to uh, re-experience some things. I remember some of the things watching you, Brian, but some of it's like I don't remember this at all. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a nice uh, journey for us. So nice. when we get to our uh, to our review of episode four later, we'll have to talk about your your feeling of how the game is translating into the show. Oh, so far. Really well, still, I still stand by that it's an amazing show. Oh man, the it's just it's just such a great game. There's so many good games. Um, now, Marcel, I know we were talking a little bit um, before we kind of just like started, mm-hmm. but. I think you and me have been kind of on the same path recently, where we have surprisingly just been busting through a bunch of games yeah yeah i mean definitely like i said hi-fi rush has been a big one uh i mean i power through pokemon violet i mean you know me always so quick i'm I'm always like the first one done with like the the main story stuff in those games and it's like oh yeah you know i just am cruising around you know brian's a cruiser i'm just like straight shot bro i remember like when we first started like hanging out and that's when like x and y uh, re- got mm-hmm. released and literally like, we talk about it's like oh man you know it's friday you know uh, x and y comes out it'll be awesome and like the monday we like hang out again it's like yeah i beat it already and i was like what the fuck <laughs> it's like i'm barely on the third town what the fuck yeah yeah i don't you know for those games i like very like seldomly like pause you know why though? It's because you know there. I don't use any status moves. You know, I just attack, 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 <laughs> attack, attack. That, that's, I just ball. I just bum rush the whole game all the time. And the only game that I there's only one Pokemon game. I was thinking about this the other day, uh, or like when Pokemon Violet came out. The only game that I didn't beat or I didn't fully play was Sun and Moon. It was the only game I that I didn't play through, but I bought it, and I bought. I was thinking about. It, I bought. I've bought almost every single Pokemon game since Red and Blue. Hey yo, damn. There you go. Talk about. Talk man, that was crazy. So I've been playing that, and then as of last, 
Oh. The wife he calls. He is our resident Pokemon master. And I just want to share at work, it's funny, kids will wear Pokemon stuff. I was like, oh, Pokemon. They're like, you know what Pokemon is? I'm like, child, know nothing. <laughs> just, just have, you, have you dropped a bombshell on them? It's like, I've been alive longer than Pokemon. <laughs> I haven't said that yet. But they're like, Charizard's <laughs> the best. I'm like, no, it's not. Get out of here. Well, when did, when did Pokemon come out in the U.S.? 97? 96, 97. Yeah. 90, I, th- I want to say it was 90. F- I'm going to fact check right now. I want to say it was 98. Like, I feel like the game came out in 98, but did the anime come out like just before the Game Boy Color game? The anime came, like, for us, it came out roughly around the same time. Okay, so the late 1900s, as Ben says. Absolutely. <laughs> so, in Japan, it came out in 96 for, like, uh, North America. It came out in 98. 98, okay. Yeah. So... That game is only five years from being 30? About, yeah. Damn. They they just hit their 25th anniversary. That's um, right, yeah, 25 years. This past this, this past year. But yeah, it's, it's an old franchise, and it, it stands the test of time. Regardless of how, you know, rushed some of the games might be. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a powerhouse for sure. Um... There's one oh um speaking of games that we finished um literally two days ago I finally beat uh Cult of the Lamb Cult of the Lamb. I finally beat oh, really? it. it yeah. does, is, is that game kind of like uh like a dungeon rush type of game or is it does it have like a story that you kind of follow? Uh, so both actually. Um, so it is a like roguelite, like dungeon crawler mm-hmm. that has a story, but then it also has, um, kind of like a village management thing yeah. tied to it. So to rough, to roughly kind of explain it without kind of spoiling a lot, like obviously you're a lamb that gets, you know, brought back to life by this, uh, deity like um this dark entity um that basically requests you to like you know gather as many followers as you can take down um these heretics and you know set me free kind of deal so you basically start out in this open area and you have to slowly start gathering followers and like building a village and like maintaining it and like making sure that you know you get as enough um like praise to like help level yourself up interesting and, and so you do that by going through dungeons and they're all like randomly generated the the weapons you get are random the powers you get are random and you like collect resources to maintain your village and whatnot and then eventually you like reach up to the point where you you know you fight the 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 main boss of the game um 
it's very weird because normally these kind of games aren't my deal but for some reason cult of the lamb just like clicked for me so hard because like it has that that light like animal crossing ish vibe and then you have your like your dungeon runners and then you have your you know just like cute little characters and then the the pc ver the steam version has a twitch um interface where your twitch like when you gain followers it's like all yeah. random it's all randomized but then um if you link your twitch to the steam version um the followers you get are the people in your chat mm -hmm. which yeah, is really cool that. um but yeah it's i had so much fun with this game i know that they're planning on bringing up more dlc and they've been doing a lot of like like quality of life updates to it which has been really cool um so this game has a lot of steam behind it still um and i just i just love the game i i just finished it for the first time and i'm already planning on doing my second run because um how you do your upgrades um you can create laws for your for your cult and it pretty much dictates how you kind of run the cult like you can be like a nice cult leader or you can be like the very like like hard-nosed like sacrificial like cult leader kind of thing or like it and like there's a whole yeah. bunch of like different paths you can take and how you like run your your village so i kind of want to try to do i went very like kind in my first one so i kind of want to try to do more of like a a more selfish run i guess i'll call it but cult of lamb very solid um if you haven't played it try it it's great um it ran a little bit weird on the switch at first but like over all the updates it runs perfectly fine it's a lot of fun um what did you do you feel like that's one of those games that like you started playing and you couldn't like put down or was it just kind of like one that you could like all right well i'm gonna like wind down and pick up my switch or whatever and just kind of casually play so when i first started playing it it was one of those things where i was playing it almost every day mm -hmm. and then once it started getting to like the november season and like you know god of war came like ragnarok came out and you know all the the fall games came out I started switching it to being more of like a, you know, you know, winding down kind of end of the day thing. Cause there are literally, there are literally times where I, I turn it on and I wouldn't really even do dungeon runs. I would just manage my, my village. Oh, nice. And play, okay. And it, it was perfectly, I had fun doing that. It was great. So I feel like it does a good job to, kind of cater to both of those play styles where you can you can just go into it grind and like rush through it or you can like just take your time and like turn it on for an hour a day and just kind of like chip away at you know leveling up and going through the story a little bit so i started a game yesterday that has hooked me deep guys it's got me good and and it's like one of those things where like i thought about it all day like on my lunch break from work i played it and it's just it, it's very few games ever do this to me where i'm like thinking about it 
and all I want to do is play it. Like I'm over here, like looking at the clock, like, all right, when will I get my chance to play it before bed tonight? Um, yes, Doki Doki. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> How did you know? You know me so well. Uh, so I pre-ordered the I pre-ordered uh, the new Harry Potter game. Not Harry Potter, the, the Wizarding World wizarding world game oh, oh boy here we go hogwarts this is... legacy um guys hang tight i love this game guys oh man i love this game i love being in slytherin house i love the nostalgia i'm getting <laughs> from this game i love the world it's so big and you can you can run around the freaking school guys and just you know live all of your wizarding dreams uh you know the the character creator is not something to write home about it's whatever but i don't i don't care about that so, i don't ever do character creator like the game the game came up gave me the option to create a character i looked at it and i was like eh, good enough and i just jumped straight into yeah. it um so so before you go any further i think we could all kind of um we could all kind of agree here. Uh, fuck J.K. Rowling, for one. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, 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 uh, uh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And also, about the character creator, I did actually see that they did one thing that most uh, game developers don't do and actually make black hairstyles. Yeah, and they're, like, pretty decent. Like, they, I saw a TikTok today with somebody going through the character creator and, like, building out their character and looking at those hairstyles. And they look pretty decent, like they pretty, you know, they did a good job. And, you know, what's great is you can, you know, you can change the settings in the game to run for performance or fidelity, right? So like, depending on how, what you want to do, you can run it either way. But so far, like, I haven't had any issues. Like, you know, with a lot of these types of games, like these mass open world games, I've, I feel like there's always like clipping like mm -hmm. their like their hair clips into their shirt, but I haven't actually seen any of that in this game. It's really cool. Wow. There's there's a there's a couple of conversations that I've had with some of the NPCs where like they're like kind of uncanny valley, like they got the polar express eyes, like kind of deadpan. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but uh. you know, uh, this is you know I'm playing this game I guess three days early because it doesn't actually come out until uh, until the ninth i think is when it comes out so i'm playing it two or three days early because okay. i pre-ordered it okay um so we'll see like the actual day one launch if they're going to update any of that stuff but i haven't had any performance issues yet i haven't had any uh -huh. type of crashes or anything that i'm like oh like nothing is broken so far that's actually surprising yeah but you know like there's so much hate going around for people playing this game right now Saying that it's a very polarizing game is saying, like, the least about it. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Oh, man, it sucks. It sucks that J.K. Rowling is a piece of shit. Like, it just sucks because I feel like people would absolutely love this game if you gave it a chance. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was talking about how much I really enjoyed, like, the combos and the combat system that's in the game. And, uh you know, I'm only a couple hours in, but like, so, there's already so much that's happened. So how is the combo system? I'm curious. 
I mean, it's it's just trigger, like it's like trigger and face button type of thing. So like your spell, you have you can choose from like four spells that are kind of on your on your um, on your face buttons, like your X and square and stuff like that. And it's just a matter of like timing it, you know, and your, all your spells have a cooldown. So it's like timing, like your basic hits. So if you tap the, if you if you tap right trigger, it just shoots like a basic attack. But you can mm-hmm. combo that basic attack with your spells, and so you can, you know, you can call them in closer, or you can make them float, shoot them, call them in closer, and kind of keep juggling them like that. Okay. Um. So that's pretty fun. Um. And there is like a kind of like an armor transmog thing, right? So like, you're you're. Really? your cloaks and your and your scarves and your glasses all those have like a point value like defense offense and then like i because i pre-ordered i got like the dark art cloaks so like if i mm-hmm. want to keep that that skin on i just upgrade my my cloak and then just put the skin back on and it just progresses through which is really awesome okay yeah, and you can really customize your wand too, which is a funny thing to say, but you can customize, change the type of wand that you play with. There's different types of things that you can. I feel weird. I feel weird talking about this game like this, but uh, can you can you, you can know, you like put, can you put the red dot sight on your wand? Yeah, you can have you can have a zoom scope too, and then you click and stuff like that. You know, charge on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah, guys, I don't know. Am I the bad guy here? Yeah. I think it, it. I was thinking about how to like do this without like yucking your yum. Yeah, man, don't yuck my yum. That's what we tell our kids. Do. <laughs> don't yuck somebody else's yum, bro. I mean, I'm going to anyway. But and no, for real though, it's for me. It's like it's specifically because it's a legacy I loved as well. It's hard to like dissociate the creator and their their offset creation. This is like it's like very conflicting for me. I'm not gonna get it. Um, it kind of reminds me of um, what's that fucking game that Justin Roiland came out with? Uh, oh, High on Life. High on Life, yeah. Like I can't disassociate the creator with that for sure. Definitely, like I'll probably never touch that. Even though it'll probably be a great fun game to play. It's it's just unfortunate, you know. Like you're saying, you're having a great time, but of course, there's this like huge shadow over it. So it's just... there is, yeah. And like you know, like I said, I it's it's. I bought the game because I love the world and I love Harry Potter and I've been a big fan of it forever. You know, it, it, like I said, it sucks that JK Rowling is such a piece of shit that it's hard for, uh, you know, it, it sucks that because she is the creator of that universe that it's so tied in. Um, you know, I of course don't agree with anything that she's like any of her views, you know, but it's like, I, I guess I've just learned to kind of separate myself, her, the person from kind of everything else that that starts coming out of it. Because I don't I mean, I don't really know how much say she has in this kind of stuff anymore. Uh, um, I don't think she, I don't know if she had from, anything to do with this. Apparently from what, like when this game got announced originally, they said that she had nothing to do with the game at all. It's literally at a point where Warner Brothers does like most of the work now. Yeah. And she, and she just, just gets royalties. Yeah, she just yeah. gets royalties now. So that makes me feel a little bit better, you know. But it, you know, people are still gonna, people are gonna still feel strong, strongly about it. And of course, you know, you feel what you feel. I can't yuck your yum, as Joel would say, and I would say, and my kids would say. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just been, I'm, I'm, I've just, you know, I'll just say that I've been really enjoying it. 
and uh, you know I'll, I'll definitely play it through as far as I can until I get that last spell. You know what we're talking about? Fucking Is you it? know the big one. Are you just waiting to become like a master of the dark arts? He wants to become fucking Voldemort. Just lay people out. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Consumption under capitalism. <laughs> I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Yeah. T- today's been like wild for that, just for like that game in general. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Like I've only really ever like been a fan of the movies. Like I, I tried reading it when I was a kid, but th- that was like back back before I learned I was dyslexic and like had a hard time reading. So no. I was like, I don't want to read this shit. <laughs> it's like, I gave up on reading it and I love, I like the movies The movies are great. Um, back then. And so I don't know if, if I ever, maybe if I ever like wind up being able to get it without paying for it, or maybe like getting it pre-owned or something like that. If I if I really like had no other games to play, I might try it. But you're so you're not gonna pay eighty dollars like I did. Fuck no, no <laughs> not with not with fucking um like other game like now with like Breath of, like Zelda coming out soon. Hell yeah. no. Shit, they they, they just not. They just announced fucking like the next WWE game coming out next month and the fucking deluxe editions like a hundred fucking bucks. Oh man, is 2K still behind those? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to give them the benefit of doubt because they technically did make it better last time, but they 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 announced that they're they bringing war games to the fucking game this year war games has been like the one game mode people have been wanting for forever um which, which game was like a tub what just came out totally broken was it 20 it was 20 and that 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 was because um Ukes was the people that did the games for forever like back since like the n64 days they decided to be like, you know what, 2K, we're fucking done. We're gone. And so 2K had to, like, pick up the slack. And it was it was terrible. Like, I still have it because I can't get rid of it because it's worth nothing now. <laughs> I can't tell you how disappointed I was. I, I streamed it, too. And I don't know if I have the VOD for it anymore, but you can go back to it and, like... Like some of the very famous wrestlers in that game, like look good, but everybody else looked like off-brand versions of themselves. <laughs> it was so bad, and like the gameplay was choppy and it wasn't good. But like they did all right with the twenty-two when that came out last year. It was it was all right. Um, you if you pre-order it this year, you get Bad Bunny. Ooh, oh, that's it. That's all I needed to hear. Which I'm surprised he wasn't in the game last year. Because, but I guess because Machine Gun Kelly organized the soundtrack for the last one, they had to have him in it for some stupid fucking reason. I don't oh know man, why. are you gonna get a bunch of like? Is Logan Paul gonna be in this one now? Like he was in the he was in the last one, but he is gonna be in this one. What if he's on the cover? No, it's um, it's John Cena. They're doing um. Because what they've been doing recently is that they've been picking a wrestler and kind of going through their history in like a showcase mode. 
Mm-hmm. Last year was Rey Mysterio, and this year they're doing John Cena. Oh, nice. Okay. So the cover's just going to be empty. That was the joke. Actually, they so when they announced the game, they literally did an ad campaign where it was that you couldn't see like the the cover was empty. <laughs> or like the What if the special edition comes with a blank cover? I'd love that. That'd be and, like, fantastic. It's, like, just reversible. Like if you just want to flip it, you actually want to see the <laughs> So the trailer that they had for the announcement, at one point they literally had Bad Bunny taking a like so a fan walks in and asks for the like to take a picture, and it's literally Bad Bunny wrapping his arm around nothing, and it's just a floating John Cena hat. Oh, dude! <laughs> it's like, oh fuck! They, they fucking went for it. It was good. Actually, gonna be just Vince's face. Oh, oh no! Man, look at Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny is in wrestling, movies, Bruh. music, the bullet train. So. If nobody, if nobody has seen it, go look up um, either Bad Bunny at like WrestleMania or Bad Bunny at the Royal Rumble. He's surprisingly like, like a lot of people think that he he's like one of the top like celebrity wrestlers. Because so there's a move called the Destroyer, right? And it's basically somebody kind of leaping over another dude and like holding onto him, like pile driving him to the ground, right? When Bad Bunny did his like first like like match or quote unquote, he like pulled that off super fucking clean, and like and he like jumped off the top rope to like the the floor of like the the ring. And it's like oh shit, he's actually pretty he's pretty dope. And he wasn't in the last game, which was which was sad, but he's in it now. So, well, MGK had to be in it, right? MGK, Logan Paul. Uh. Speaking of games, uh, of course, just we did, I don't know if we said it last time, just you know, RIP to the late voice actress to who did Tess and The Last of Us. I don't know if we, we said that, just did I think it. we talked about it, right? Cool, just making sure we covered that. shit. All right, anyway, collector's editions, John Cena holding up ice cream. Oh my god, <laughs> can we get the Peacemaker edition? Dude, what if there's a Peacemaker skin? There has P- to be. P- I mean, people people have made a Peacemaker John Cena. Oh man, that'd be so can, cool. Because you can make um, you can either make like custom mm-hmm. like characters with like a photo scan of their face, but you can actually go in and just uh, make custom attire for the actual wrestlers. So people have just gone and made Peacemaker outfits for John Cena. That's nice. great. Can't wait for season two of that show. Season one was so good. I, I just oh. didn't think it would be that good. Um, so we're kind of we're kind of getting close to the end of like the podcast. But uh, Joel, did you kind of? I I think we should talk about DC for a little bit because DC had a lot of big news. Oh hell yeah! Um, Casey missed it. James Gunn did like what like a five minute announcement of upcoming things, and they're basically just resetting the DC universe. We talked about it a little bit, but just. The picks he had were just a little out there. Like, you know, he didn't do, like, the big you know, Justice League, like, characters we were expecting. He did a, some random ones, but I guess a testament to that is, like, the work he did with Guardians of the Galaxy, and DC really trusts him to do he can do. And the Suicide Squad. And Suicide Squad, and, of course, Peacemaker, right? Uh, so, 
yeah, it's it's just really interesting to see what he's going to bring forward and what they're going to do next. It's it's just just crazy. I mean, like Swamp Thing or is it a man thing? I, I forget what no, you're yeah, they're, they're they're trying Swamp Thing again. Yeah. Uh, different shows, a true detective Green Lantern, interesting concept all in itself, right? I just Hey, at, le- at least John Stewart finally gets to make his live action debut. I just and these are at least for me i'm you know i'm all about marvel so for some of these like i just know like the general dc stuff like never heard of the authority uh you know booster gold i had an idea of but i you know that was about it though everyone else like it's like fuck i don't know what this is what this is about he's, he's gonna do like a game of thrones like amazon like kind of show which i was like oh, oh yeah okay. what was it like paradise lost yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're so, really just like doing it, you know? So what I thought was interesting during like the whole presentation is that when he was explaining each of the different like projects he had planned, they're at, like showing off like comic book panels of everything, which I thought was interesting because it gives people like a kind of like basis was like, hey, this is like who the characters are right now and then of course eventually they'll like start casting and like showing off actual like production stuff but i thought it was like a good way because like the first thing he said like when they first started the whole studio and like the whole revamp for the dcu is that he was saying like everything was going to be tied together like comics games like animated and like uh and then live action so it's it's kind of uh, nice to see. Um, still a little weird that uh, we're still getting Flash. Yeah, I was just about to say. And, and he's like supportive of it too, which again, it just goes back to that conversation of the create, like the artist versus the creator, right? Like, can you separate Ezra Miller, uh, Barry Allen from Ezra Miller? Like I feel like a hypocrite now for saying that it's that that it's kind of hard to watch the Flash to <laughs> win the kind of piece of shit that Ezra Miller is, but I don't know if because the degrees of separation are much closer. You know, I, like I said, I feel like a hypocrite for saying I don't want to watch the Flash because Ezra's a piece of shit, but I'm playing uh, a game based on a world created by a piece of shit. You know, it's, it's like it's it's, yeah. it's okay, so He's getting therapy. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's better now, even though you know. he, he literally has like felonies put against yeah. him. He said he like likes it. He likes the story. And, you know, I know they're like wiping the DC slate clean, but it's. That's probably why he likes it. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's giving it's giving him his chance now. Yeah. Is he like going to implode on himself and become a new Flash? Is that why? Like, is, is it's, it's, it's like... supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be Flashpoint. So it's like it ends with flash resetting the universe pretty much maybe i think this movie has to come out guys for for them to be able to introduce all this stuff i guess i mean shit we're also still getting aquaman too yeah and blue beetle and shazam still getting shazam too so i'm honestly like i haven't seen shazam one and I kind of, at this point, I, like I knew it was okay. 
I kind of don't care. I kind of don't care now knowing that they're not going to like go through with like Shazam and Black Adam, even though Black Adam was like a like a mid movie. It's being very generous. Brian. <laughs> that's, being, that's being very generous for some for someone who hasn't seen it. <laughs> um, but like. Aqua, like Aquaman, I haven't, I've never seen the first Aquaman. I don't plan on seeing it because, um, pretty much I don't want to like support a movie with an actor I don't like in it at all. Um, talking about Jason Momoa like that for, yeah, man. No, man. (laughs) Hey, I love Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa is a brother. (laughs) Um, oh, you're talking about Amber Heard. Yeah. Nah, yeah, no. There's what a reason if we why just they... like held a picture of like some other person, and every time she was on camera, he just held it over like her <laughs> her profile, and then just watched Jason Momoa, and then just a picture of whoever you choose. Will right next to it. Face. He was in the first one. Just put Willem Dafoe. Oh yeah, it's more Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Or oh my just god, put Ben Affleck's Are face just on imag- it. I just imagined him in that skin tight green suit. Hell yeah! Again, let's go. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it won't be his first right. time. <laughs> We've seen this before. <laughs> We've seen this before. Um, this is Aquaman. But like Blue Beetle will be cool, just because it's so. like oh well, yeah, I hope so. Uh, just because it's you know it's Blue Beetle. You know it's a roughly well like we get like, to see new. George Lopez. That's gonna be so fun. Is, is wait is George Lopez in the movie? Yeah. So is um the actor Who is he playing? What we do in the shadows, the Latin uh, actor. Guillermo, the guy yeah, plays Guillermo. Guillermo. And I th- I think the isn't the Blue Beetle the guy from Cobra Kai, the kid? Yes, it is. Uh, right? Yeah. Um, what a cast. I'm so excited for this movie. Um, I love Blue Beetle. Universe, do you guys know or is that its own thing? Is it like just Batman? Blue Beetle it's kind of rough because that was in development before all of this James Gunn DCU stuff happened. So I guess it's pretty much up to him if he wants to make it part so of his world. Batman is going to be Elseworld. They're what if, right? It's a separate universe. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. guessing Blue Beetle will probably be like that. But I mean, yeah. he has what? Like that advanced suit, as far as I know, he could like go to fucking other universes or whatever, right? I mean, yeah. He could write something in. But pretty much, like, I don't know. Like, I'm really happy that they're still going with the Batman because that was a great movie. And it it's nice that they're not afraid to keep doing all these, like, spinoffs and, like, like standalone movies. Um, announcing another Batman movie, it was kind of interesting. Um, but the fact that they're actually focusing on something new with, like, having... A Robin back and having it be Damian Wayne and like they're doing like the Batman Brave and the Bold comic run like yeah. adaptation is interesting because not only do we actually get a Robin again since forever <laughs> um, it's going to be the first time we see in live action like Batman being a, having to be a dad so it creates it creates a whole new dynamic for like a live action Batman movie that dead that dead it did. And um 
of course, the I guess the biggest one, the one that James Gunn seemed the most excited about uh, is uh, the new Superman movie. Oh, yeah. The planning right. Superman Legacy. Yeah, Superman Legacy. Like a younger Superman, right? A younger Superman. And basically from what Gunn was saying is that this is going to be a return to like classic Superman or like how Superman was like in his heyday kind of ideal, whatever I that means. I wonder who they're considering for this role. I don't like know. There's like now, like there's just no, no hints, nothing. There's nothing out there to kind of like compare it to. Austin Butler. Austin Butler. Did you say Army Hammer? Austin, Austin Butler. Butler. I, I warned you, Harvey. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna eat the competition away. Hey, hey, man, that, that uh, de-aging technology, man, is great. God, can do it. <laughs> it's gonna be a CG Chris Reeves. <laughs> It'd be someone that isn't a bit actor. I agree with you, Ben. I I like when they do that. It, it should be Dave Batista. <laughs> <laughs> as Drax, as Superman, as Drax, as, Drax, as... as Superman, <laughs> or oh, you know who a good Superman would be, guys? Mm. The Rock. Oh no! <laughs> I, I, I think <laughs> he might be getting it. So I want the first scene to be <laughs> The Rock coming on the screen in his Black Adam outfit, and it's like <laughs> the the. The shifted power in the DC universe is forever changed. And like his oh my suit, gosh. he like rips the All suit right. and it's just a Superman suit what? underneath. Or, or, Let's talk about Black Adam for a second. Let's talk about this movie for a second. It starts with Brainiac melting his brain. And then, <laughs> and then it's Superman fighting. But go ahead, Marcel. I know we're okay, so exactly Brian, did you watch the Black Adam movie? No, and I don't care. Okay, so... Uh, this is this is just really funny. Like we, uh, Joel and I were together, and we were like, "All right, well, let's put on Black Adam, right? Like we have nothing to watch. Let's just put on this random movie and see how far we get." And I said, "What are we gonna get? Like a rock montage of the rock coming out in slow motion?" And literally, literally, ten seconds later, comes out to what? Like Led Zeppelin or no? It was Rolling Stones. It was painted black by the Rolling Stones in slow motion. Like, I was just like, I was laughing. <laughs> All right. That was enough for me. <laughs> like, I think we made it to the scene, the first scene with Dr. Fate. And I was like, All right, this is this is good. We, I think we've seen enough to get where this is going. Was was the was the power uh, of the DC universe forever changed? Yep. Yeah, it, it, it was shifted in the garbage. <laughs> I just want to say I keep seeing these things on Instagram because I like all the nerdy movie shit, like different things people James Gunn has said. It's like he was dicked around. <laughs> it's like or like this wasn't a good idea. I'm just like, what is actually valid? But yeah, that that movie. Uh, yeah, hopefully they don't connect that movie ever again. <laughs> Doctor Fate was cool. The ensemble did a good job for a movie with <laughs> Morbius was better than Doctor Fate, guys. Or Morbius was better than Black Adam. I don't know about that. Say that with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Not so. 
Caught right, you. Give me a second. <laughs> Caught you in 4K. Give me a second. <laughs> One of those, uh, All right. Chops. All right. Damn, I can't even say with the straight face, guys. No. No. So you never respond to that image I sent you. It's not about Morbin me or Morbin I. It's about Morbin us. Or Morbin oh my us. god. Morbin us. <laughs> I'll send it to you too, Brian. Okay. Oh, fuck. Um, I don't know. Is, is, is there any big topic you guys wanted to bring up before we wrap it up? Uh, just just really liked enjoyed the Pedro Pascal SNL with his little uh oh bro the Mario short the Mario great. Kart Last of Us oh god I can't it's a red shell <laughs> uh, uh the best the best ones uh the best skits from that one were definitely the ones where he broke character like the bed like where he's like waking up from the coma oh that was pretty and the and the kitchen table one right yeah, yeah. Where they just I couldn't stop. I haven't seen those ones. I have to go look them up. Oh, dude, just look them up on YouTube. Like, just watch those two. Uh, definitely the the, dime, the kitchen one. Uh, SNL, or the, SNL the restaurant um, one. SNL posts their skits on YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, Joel sent me the. Let me see this. Uh yeah, we talked about Microsoft layoffs. Uh, we don't have to talk about exactly. <laughs> fucking god. Um, we talked about this one for a second already. Nintendo Direct. I just want to say Bad Batch is still going. Uh, Brian, I think you should oh, watch shit. episode five. Get to episode five. It's dope. You're going to know why when you watch it. That's all I got to say. I, okay. uh, that's it. We talked about DC. Oh, shit. Uh, everything I wanted to talk about, we, we touched. We are less than a month away from The Mandalorian Season 3. Oh, hell yeah. It's coming fast, and we'll be Last watching. Last season one point five. Oh, Mando season three point two. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for the United Winner podcast. Um, of course, if you're watching live on twitch.tv forward slash United We Nerd, stick around because we are going to be getting to our review of Last of Us episode four before we head out. And of course, if you're listening or watching uh, posts live on uh, podcast services or on YouTube.com at United We Nerd, um, you can look forward to seeing the review soon after this episode comes out. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you want to uh, send us any questions or critiques, Joel, where could they send us those critiques where and questions? Send us questions critiques comments about gundam dc well don't send it about dc i'm not good about dc uh, what else <laughs> fucking marvel gundam oh assassin's creed hell yeah well anyways questions comments suggestions feedback reasons why you should watch tales of the jedi oh yes that exists remember that came out that's or true at batch kind forever mm-hmm. this was an email United We Nerdcast at gmail.com. Where? United We Nerdcast at gmail.com. Send us stuff. Or add us at Twitter. Twitter.com slash United underscore We Nerd. We're on YouTube. We're on Twitch and TikTok. This is questions there. Comment below. YouTube video. Let us know if you agreed with us, disagreed with us, or hot takes. Hot takes. Hot takes. My pronunciation is going out already. No, um, no. You know, any hints you got for me for Last of Us? Last of Us 2 or God of War 5 without spoiling anything. Yeah. 
you know, let us know what your favorite subclass is in Destiny. They just sent out that email. You know, what you've been up to. Get ready for Strand coming. Anyway. Oh, God, that's right. That's about it. What about, you want to say the other stuff too, Brian? Or you want to say it for the end? Um, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, Joel, where can they find you, your stuff at? Your solo stuff. At Mac Monstermind, Spotify, SoundCloud, and TikTok, Acoustic Avenger on Twitter. The I is replaced with the one. Yeah. By you, Brian. They find you. Well, of course, you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Brian underscore Saber, as well as YouTube, TikTok, and Twitch. Uh, Twitch uh, uh, twitch.tv forward slash Brian Saber. Uh, and I guess Hive? I haven't seen people talk about Hive that much, but I, I'm, I'm there. I check every once in a while. You know, I have an account. You know, my my doomsday account. Um, hey, who knows? Then they're gonna actually tar- charge for Twitter next year. I don't fucking know, man. Like, yeah, it's 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 it's, it's 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 always up in the air. It's always weird. Um, Marcelo, if you're if you're there, you want to uh, shout out your stuff? If he's still not here, I'll do it for him. He's probably in the bathroom. Uh, M ninety plays is where you can find him on Twitter. That's right, and on Instagram. I know he's working. He has a Twitch channel as well, M90 Plays. Check him out there. He streamed a couple things, I believe. So send him some love over there. Yes. And that'll about do it for this episode of the podcast. Um, <clears throat> wow, that was weird. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, we missed you guys. We will be doing more of these lives a lot more often. And until the next time, always remember. Keep on learning. Yes.